brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, achy joints, weight gain. Maybe you're thinking they're all just part of getting older, or that's what your doctor tells you. But Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all be connected. Hormonal changes that happen during perimenopause and menopause are at the root of dozens of symptoms women experience, not just hot flashes. Midi specializes in compassionate care for women in menopause. Their solutions are safe, effective, and FDA-approved. Plus, they're covered by insurance. A convenient telehealth visit with a MIDI clinician can be your first step to getting personalized care. They'll tailor a treatment plan for your symptoms and health history, so you can get back to feeling great. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. When your body changes, your care should too. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders. From ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities, CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Welcome to MGP 489. I'm Kev, and with me as ever, the Sheepdog Anna and Pab. Say hello, boys and girls. Hello, boys and girls. Hello. Hello. And we're back after several weeks away. All Sheepdog's fault. He's served his sentence now, so we are able to reconvene the podcasts, which is excellent news. Are you rehabilitated, Sheepdog? Um, well, I'm not going to be here next week, and I oh. should be here the week after, but... It does depend. So <laughs> you're not here on like the biggest week of like gaming ever for me, anyway. He never is. He's just lazy, <laughs> isn't he? My, my, my He's got thing. no commitment in him anymore. Um, I mean, to be fair, now you mention it, I am at Birmingham Comic Con next Friday, so <laughs> well. I'm also not here next week, <laughs> and I hadn't realised until I just looked ahead at the calendar. Yeah, I was in a meeting today, and what? someone was like, oh, I'm going away next week, and they were like, oh, I'm away from the 9th, and I thought, I'm away from the 10th, is that next week? I was like, bloody hell. Um, so, yeah, there you go. Kevin, Kevin's uh, sheepdog are away. That makes you the mice. So it's going to be the Anna and Pab show next week. You'll be back, Kevin. You'll not be going out all day. <laughs> of course we'll be going out all day. Yeah, not till this time you won't be. It's shots uh, yeah, then. I, yeah, I may. I probably will be back, won't I? I'm, I'm forgetting how close we live to Birmingham now. Um, I'll be back well before now. So I will be here next week. As long as I've managed to get rid of the children by then. Whereas I will be child-free. I was going to say in Lincolnshire, but I already live in Lincolnshire. It doesn't really, I'm going to be in a different part of Lincolnshire, getting drunk. I mean, every but part of that sounds with horrible. With different people. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say. Not Get out of Lincolnshire. You're allowed to cross the border. You don't have to stay there. 
No, but I'm uh, my, my mates basically looked through Airbnb for a place that would would house us for a, a long weekend, and then when they off, offered the two choices that it come down to, one was a six hour drive and one was a forty minute drive, and I thought, well, I'd kind of rather the forty minute drive if I'm really honest. I could just you know toddle out there at my leisure, and get back to the podcast, and then head back again. Yeah, easy. I mean, that is, yeah, maybe. <laughs> I could just nip home. Just got to nip out for a minute, lads, and then just come back two hours later. I'm sure they yeah. wouldn't care. You could do it while you're there. <laughs> um, I could talk into my phone, but that's probably no, about thank it. thank you. We're not going to have horrible after, audio quality. The week after is Mrs. Sheepdog's birthday, and uh, I did say to her, look, it's Pokemon release day. You know, maybe I could nip off and record at eight and be done by nine and... You know, I'm trying to sweet talk her into it being okay. I'm sure it will be okay. It's, you know, I'm, I'm trying to sweet talk her into making sure she doesn't let you do it, so we can do what we did last year and do the comprehensive Pokemon review episode without you. No, because <laughs> yeah. let's mean, face I'm... it, you won't have played it anyway because it's her birthday. I'm if thinking... it comes out that day, mm, I'm thinking if I just say to her, "Oh, I'm just going to nip to the loo. I'll be back in a second, and then I just sit in there having a four-hour poo. <laughs> Um, as long as I have headphones in so she can't hear the game, I'll be laughing. Sure, thank goodness me. That was quick for him. <laughs> Only four hours. I see what she wants to do, because if she just wants to watch a film or something, I'll just play Pokemon while the film's on. Do you know what I mean? I'll, just, I'll be there in spirit, but not in, in mind or body. I don't know which part of your person the spirit I mean, you is. You literally will be there in body. That's the whole point. <laughs> the opposite of what you said. That'll work, yeah, whichever. As long as that gets Goodness me through me. the uh, the game a little bit and I'm able to review it. Um, it's work I'm probably more worried about because I have to actually do my job on that day. But I finish at four. Nah. I, can, I, can, I, can, I can get three hours in before the podcast while also doing birthday festivity stuff. So while we're making our apologies for the next couple of weeks, uh, just to let you know where we've been the last couple of weeks, because I think we said there'd be one week off. I don't think it was the first one. So uh, <laughs> yeah. uh, I forget why we were off that week. I think it was just because that was the week Ill. Football Manager came out. Oh, Pab was ill. Football Manager had just Ill. come out. Yeah. I went to bed because I'd been up like three days straight because Football Manager came out on the Tuesday, I think. Or the, no, Football Manager came out the Thursday, didn't it? So I'd been, I'd mm-hmm. had like three hours sleep, staying up, doing all my videos, and then. Anna made me go to a soft play area with Sheepdog because we had both had to blow off some steam. Um, and then by the time I got home, around, didn't we? I, we did. We liked the soft play. Um, but by the time we got home, I we went to bed. Pab was ill, so we didn't do one then. And then last week, of course, was London Comic Con, which we should probably talk about briefly. Or Sheepdog hmm. won't get a ticket next year. <laughs> um, <laughs> I had a really year. good time. It was. Uh, it, it felt like, you know, it. I mean. It felt good last time, but it felt like it was even bigger this time, didn't it? Like other than Funko, it's almost there, back it's to much, pre-convention. Yeah, yeah they, for yeah, me, the only yeah. things missing now are Funko and the wrestling figure man. Otherwise, everything else is back now. They even had some games and stuff there, which I don't think games have been back at Comic Con properly for a long time. Um, we're probably going back several years to pre-pandemic times, but they had a big Sega presence there. Um, so the Sonic Frontiers thing that had been at EGX was there, but they actually, Sega brought along more stuff than they took to EGX. So we had the Persona 5 uh, photo opportunity that Pab made me do because he's a big Persona fan. Yes, I made him do. Exactly. Yeah. They had all sorts of other boring Sega things as well that weren't Persona, but 
The Persona thing was excellent. It, it was quite interesting for me. They had uh, they had a game for JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, a One Piece game, a Demon Souls game. You know, not, yeah, Demon. Demon it seems they knew the event Slayer. they were at almost. Demon Slayer, sorry, I keep doing this <laughs> to Demon Slayer, but yeah, it was cool to have all the different random yeah animes, mangas that I've heard of had games there. Um, it does make me. I keep meaning to message them and say, "Can I have a couple of codes for this? I'll, I'll, I'll play these." I wait for them to be on Game Pass. Um, but no, they're just fighting games effectively, but based on the different uh, different animes. But yeah, you're right. It was nice seeing a big gaming uh, area there. I, I still find it a little bit alarming that there hasn't been any Pokemon stuff. The game comes out in 14 days, and they've not had a single booth at any of the events we've been to this year. Yeah, Pokemon don't need to. It's the same as Football Manager. They don't need booths at these kind of events because they know people are going to buy them anyway. But it's they the did. games that are a little bit more fringe that they need to have stuff for. But they had booths for Let's Go Eevee for Gen 8, Gen 7. Uh, I'm pretty sure I've seen every gen that's been out at an event except this one, effectively. And that's just odd to me. I mean, I, part of me thinks, A, they kind of got panned last time and it turned out to be a great game that I've completed like four four or five times. Um, but then the other side of me is a little bit nervous that they're not putting it out because... I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what to expect. I'm very nervous about next week. Um, Well, the week after, sorry, the 18th when it comes out. I really don't want this to be the gen that somehow breaks Pokemon. I don't think it will. It looks really cool, but I'm surprised they weren't there. Um, but yeah, back to the convention. It was, uh, yeah, it was, I, thought, I had a brilliant time. I had a really good weekend. Uh, we, we gallivanted around London, didn't we? We, uh, we spent a lot of time in the event, I thought, as well. You know, we were in there pretty much till yeah. the end. Yeah. I mean, it's it was back to the point where it takes a good three to four hours. To, I mean, I, I'm not sure how long we were in there on the Friday pad before Sheepdog got there, but we basically um. did one lap and we were in there pretty much all afternoon. It was a it was a long old walk going up and down every aisle, looking at everything that was there, getting Anna her potions, well. and oh, well, it was very busy. I've never it seen it that busy on a Friday before. For a Friday, I I it, was, it was quite. It was close to busy. Saturday busyness. At, Friday lunchtime, it was yeah. it was bonkers. I can see why they've added the Friday to the Birmingham one, which is coming up next week, because they've not had the Friday on that before, but I can see why they're adding them on, because it seems like interesting Comic-Con is at an all-time high as people are getting giddy about getting back involved in all of these bits and bobs. But yeah, it was nice and busy. Um, there was just a ridiculous quantity of nonsense there. Just... Baffling quantity. A lot of uh, current shows as well. You know, again, last time I feel like was it was it last one or the one before where it was like they had a Harry Potter stand and a bits like that, and you thought, well, this hasn't been out for a while, but this one had the new Lord of the Rings show. It had you know all sorts of random things like that. There was a big, obviously, Doctor Who presence because they've just done that big Morris the Cat. What is that? Is that like a sky a new sky thing? It's a movie that's coming to cinemas and movie, Sky yeah. Movies. Yeah, it's a Terry Pratchett book, I think. All right. Is that right? I, I think know. it is. He's still churning him out from Beyond book. the Grave? Uh, I think he wrote the book before they made the movie, as is the convention. I um, think he was there at the weekend. What? <laughs> Terry Pratchett? <laughs> no. He was there. There was somebody there who, who had a new book out who was there on that stage, the, the creator stage. Yeah, Pratchett's the amazing Morris while, is Terry Pratchett. Yeah. I don't know. It wasn't. There was somebody there who, who was on there and went. I saw the saw the booking cut in Bin Planet. I went. Oh, that's the fellow that was on the stage the other day. I mean, if it was him, Pab, then Kev owes me an apology. <laughs> but if but, um, <laughs> I think it probably wasn't really. 
Um, if it was him, I mean, he needs to get cracking on Good Omens too because that's being made at the moment, and and I think he'd probably want to have an input on that. Um, but anyway, no, we uh, we had a really good event for our panel, didn't we? As well. Who's that? that? You've got there with your sheepdog. That one. No, that was the ring. <laughs> I moved the ring and it made a noise. Ah, okay. Uh, and probably most exciting of all, we were upgraded to the third biggest stage in the building for our panel. That no longer epic. are we hidden away in a dirty, smelly corner. We were <laughs> right there in the middle of the show floor, massive TV screen behind us, filmed from, I would, I reckon it was at least a three-camera setup filming us uh, that was with a little our, little, bit... our own little preview screen, seeing who was being zoomed in on and all sorts. It was all very exciting. I kept noticing how casually you and I sat in the chair and every time it would like zoom in on us while we were chatting, I'd be like, right, I need to sit up straight. I'm sat here like I'm on Kev's sofa doing a podcast. Just I was deliberately sat casually to make myself seem approachable and not better than everybody else, which obviously is what they would think if I sat up straight. <laughs> I, need I, to look, sure. I need Yeah, I need to look and look like an everyman when I do these things. I looked things. over my glasses at them and made sure my nose was slanted a certain way uh, just to make sure that they knew. No, no, it was, uh, it was absolutely brilliant. I was very impressed with the size of the crowd the uh, give and take they 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 come up and they queue to ask questions um i would yeah, like to it, point out comic-con if you're listening biggest biggest uh audience that i saw all weekend again i think it's time you put us in one of these big stages mm, with a queuing system love it, we we pull the numbers yes. I, hope, I hope they uh continue i hope it continues to grow it's been very cool to be involved in it and to just just get people come up afterwards and ask us stuff. It's I, I said it before. I keep saying it. I love that kind of bit at the end where people go, "Yeah, I'm really glad I watched this. This was really powerful. I've learned a lot of stuff. Can you help me with this issue or that issue?" Um, it was interesting chatting to the crowd and like from the stage, and then suddenly thinking, "I recognise them. I recognise them." People like uh, Connor had asked who came back, who's been here before, and there was a, a sizable amount of people that had been to one previously, and it was nice to be like, "Well, I recognise that one. Actually, I recognise them." and and yeah, a few people I knew were there who I didn't know were at the event. They just happened to sneak into the crowd, watch us, and then come up and say hello afterwards. I was like, oh, okay. So, yeah, that was fantastic, and I'm looking forward to doing more. So, all in all, big thumbs up for Comic-Con. Um, Anna, not able to make it again. She was skiving off at home, weren't you, Anna? Skiving? <gasps> skiving? <laughs> to, be fair, to be fair, Anna did set us a, a task list. And I think yeah, this is right. the new thing because Anna's because Anna can't do conventions at the moment because she's got her injuries. Um, <laughs> you send you set us little tasks to do, don't you? Now apparently and I do. This this well you do you send. I got a message from you as I walked into the convention. I said, "Fab, I've got the task," and he knew what I meant. Um, <laughs> we need to find her a glass apple. <laughs> it is it is quite funny how a like Kevin announced what we're looking for. And Pab Pab is like a kid at Christmas. Like the, she wants a glass apple, and he just he's just got it in his head. He, he just looked well happy trying to figure that one out. Um, and then yeah, I got into it. I think the enthusiasm of Pab being into it got me. Like we went to um, whatever shop it was. I think we went upstairs at Fortnum and Mason, didn't we? And we did. I saw the Christmas a, decoration area. 
it wasn't quite a glass apple. But I was like, this is an apple. And Kev's like sending pictures to Anna going, is this what you want? And it wasn't quite right. And yeah, it was just exciting suddenly thinking we'd, we'd cracked it. I like the Anna scavenger hunt. That should become a feature. We should make that a new thing we do. Even if you're there, you could just send us on the scavenger hunt. You can announce what we're looking for. And we'll well, when, even it. when she's fit enough to come back again, she won't want to come out with us on the Saturday. We're too cool no. for Brad no. on the Saturdays, so she can set us the task for the Saturdays. But this one was pretty unachievable because yeah. it later emerged that it wasn't something she knew might be available somewhere, just something she'd seen on Bargain Hunt that day. <laughs> so, <laughs> I mean, it was so pretty. <laughs> oh, my God. I told you we should have been in the Antiques Fair. Yeah. It was quite modern. It wasn't like an old, old thing. It was only like £10 on the show. It's like, I like that. I like that. It's really nice. So There must be someone Etsy, mustn't there? There must be a glass blower on there who do you a glass apple. Getting it off the internet removes the thrill of the chase. No, Don't I take know, our fun away. We're home now, aren't we? So we have to just... Yeah, uh, but when we're there you. in three years' time, just mooching around on a different scavenger hunt, and I hear Pab call from the other side of the shop, Kev, they've got a glass apple! <laughs> <laughs> we're all going to be so excited. So, yeah, we're yeah. not buying it on the internet. I suppose she doesn't acceptable. need it. It's, yeah, <laughs> if it was exactly. something critical, then, yeah, I guess it makes sense. Just yeah. like those fluffy carrot things. They're, Still ongoing. Yeah, they. when yeah. we eventually find them, which we will, I'll buy one of each of them and just take a big <laughs> sack of fluffy vegetables home for Anna and she'll be delighted. But I'm not going to... I could go and buy them all on the internet. They have a website... Not bought one. Not going to buy one. We They're part of the hunt. <laughs> but yeah, all in all, I would say that we've been spoilt this uh, this year with three excellent events. I'm, I'm very much impressed. I know that in the past I've always had a little bit of like, oh, it was good, except, or whatever, you know, but these were perfect. I've had a really good time every time. And yeah, very happy. Hello. I'm hoping. What were you going to say? Hello, Sheepdog. You did have a, you did have a, you didn't like the uh, ATMs. <laughs> um, no, I didn't dislike them. I, I, uh, wasn't I was happy having... about it. I'm it's sure all of the listeners queue. remember the stories from you. Oh no, it wasn't that. You don't get queues anymore because most places are card only. Uh... Um, but trying to get Sheepdog to go to an ATM was like trying to get him to buy a DS in the Trafford Centre. <laughs> Not really. No, when, so when, I, got, when I got to the event, I. Uh... Oh no, I stick with him on that. I yeah, I hate that. Yeah, but I we won't... got there and he wanted to buy some art, but he didn't want to buy the art and then ruin the art. So we had to go to a different place that sold cardboard boxes to put it in, but they didn't take credit card. So we then had to go to the cash machine, but they charged £2.50. So then we had to go and get a coffee while he sat down and thought about it. I didn't want and to think we went about back it. To the I cash machine. Bit, I got a bit unwell. Uh, not because of the cash machine. <laughs> I just had arrived and, and Kev, weirdly, I arrived and was like, right, I'm in. And Kev just was like, oh, yeah, we saw you queuing. We thought they dismissed you. We thought they sent you away. And I was like, well, if you saw me, <laughs> like, why didn't you wait for me? So I went no, no, we, looking we for them. Yeah, we waited for we ages. Waited. We, we were stood Kev there went for to a the while. Toilet, so... I was stood there waiting, waiting well, for you. Well, I didn't know that. And then I, didn't know I looked that, round and but... you'd gone. I was like, where's he gone? Yeah, so Kev said we're getting ice cream. So I wandered around just thinking, well, they'll be back in a oh, minute. Did, and then yeah. well, the, the time... reason we were outside is because we went out there looking for you because we thought you'd been uh, sent away. So okay. I had an ice cream when we were out there. <laughs> so, but yeah, so I wandered around, and then when I met you, it was like I felt a bit like I'd been inconvenienced. I was feeling a little bit not guilty, but just like, oh, this has been a bit of a faff. But it's all right. And then I was like, right, there's specifically someone I want to buy art from. There's a guy called Paul Draws Art. I think that's his name. He draws like 
a Pokemon How a day. How did he come up with that name? Yeah. Um, but he draws these really cool pictures where he starts with one Pokemon and he adds one a day until he's finished and then it's a nice cool art piece. And I went and bought three of them. But when I got there, I thought, I'm going to be carrying this around and my grubby mitts are going to ruin it. And while I was looking for you two, because weirdly, they didn't appear at the entrance, Anna. They text me going, we're at the creator stage, <laughs> which was the opposite end of the event. And they were just sat in the crowd waiting for a show to start. <laughs> so by the time I got to them, I'd seen a guy selling these little cardboard, uh, these little plastic containers that you slip your pictures into. Um, but I didn't, I hadn't kind of clicked in my head that I needed that. I went to, to buy from Pool, saw, saw them and thought they're going to get wrecked. So I went to go back, but then when we got back, they were told, you can't buy them. And I just felt a little bit overwhelmed at that point. I think I was just like, this has been an ordeal and I'm making it worse. So we went to the cash machine and then it was like, okay, I don't know if I really, like, I kept thinking to myself that I'm sure there's a free one out, like literally outside this door. If I buy it, I'm going to feel like an idiot if it's free. And then I just felt a little bit too overwhelmed. So I went and had a coffee. I was fine after that, but I, I paid actually, the uh, It was all good. Actually, then Kev showed you the physical formation of £2.50. Oh, he kept, really kept, kept getting out £2.50 and waving at me like, look how much Why you're wasting. You <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was just perfect that that's how much cash oh, I happens to have in my pocket. Every time we went near the machine, I'd just wave it at him and go, this is how much it's going to cost you. You then when I went, to, I went to pick which one I wanted as well of the of the um, the wallet things to put the pictures in, and as I picked it up, Kev went, "You ain't stealing that, are you?" And the two blokes were like, "What's going on?" <laughs> they immediately Kevin. were like, "We'd have chased you if you had done." Um, so yeah, that helped. But uh, no, and, and then, I just like to mess with him. It's fun. When I went to buy the pictures, the bloke who was Paul, who was sat at his desk. Um, he knocked down, he had all these little pictures on oh, these yeah. little art sign things and they all fell down and Kev's like, what have you done now? And it's like acting like I've made a mistake. And I'm there like tidying up for this guy trying to be helpful and Kev's like, we can't take you anywhere. And I'm thinking, I literally did nothing. Like, I was helping the guy out. knocked all his stuff everywhere. You right, we monster. need to mess with Kevin now. I give yeah, him permission to mess with Kevin. No, Kevin, that, that was horrible. That was me. <laughs> I just like to mess with him. Yeah, yeah, that's me. But you're messing with everyone at the moment. I give you permission to mess with Kevin. <laughs> it's getting I'm too just big a rascal. I'm a rascal. Boots. I just got described on stream by Zealand as uh, gifted in the art of tomfoolery. That's how he described it, which I think is going to be my new Twitter bio. You're I'm gifted tactics. in the art of tomfoolery. Slipping into games a little bit. I've not watched your battles with Zealand, but your tactics that I've seen you talk about. I mean, I, I was going to watch them. I just didn't get a chance to and because I, I knew it would be perfect. But like building cities and then giving them away as he approaches you <laughs> so that he has to declare war on much bigger enemies than you is such a masterful civilization tactic. I'm surprised I've never thought of it. Like, bloody hell. That it made clever. him so angry. Because it's just like, oh well, you know, you can you can come through them by all means. I mean, it would it would have been yeah, hilarious. Basically, me and me and him spawned right near each other on the map, um, but and there was like this strip of land that was wide enough for three cities. So I settled all three of those because he was he didn't find me straight away. So by the time he kind of got to the edge of my area, I'd built this strip of three cities across there. He had a much stronger military than me because he was busy doing science and military research while I was just building settlers and builders and stuff and settling all these cities. But rather than giving them away just as he was getting close, I was letting him get to the point where he would battle them and battle them and break down the walls and get to the point where he was like one turn away from taking the city. Then I'd give them to a different sieve. And <laughs> before I did that, I'd name them something. 
Like, it would be named Zealand is a turd. And then I'd give it away to another Civ who he wasn't at war with. So then the only way he could get to my capital was to declare war on these other Civs to get to me, which obviously would then result in his butthole being handed to him. And he just got so cross. He was so cross about it. It was absolutely fantastic. And yeah, it just... I am it, uh, I'm gifted in the art of tomfoolery. Did you have to check that he didn't have an agreement with them to walk through their land? Because isn't that something you can get? You can, but because he set the game up so that it was on um, just the base game rather than with any of the DLCs, none of the diplomatic stuff was on there, so it wasn't an option. Ah, gutted. <laughs> that was my first thought was, oh, that was risky. Like, you must have known, and I was wondering how you knew. Having played Civ, I Plus, didn't know. Plus, I had alliances with everybody as well. Every, everyone else on the continent was my friend. While he's there building up his military, because he's always coming straight for me, I'm there making friends with everybody and getting to the point where everyone was, everyone loves Kev, everyone's on my side, and, uh, yeah, just making his life difficult for him. So despite the fact that if he'd have got anywhere near my capital, he'd have dominated me. He never got anywhere near my capital because he couldn't get through these other cities. And then on today's one, we played a different game, a different uh, Civ save, uh, where again, it spawned us right near each other. I don't know if this is a thing on Civ 6, when there's two of you playing in multiplayer. There were We had eight AI Civs loaded, but both times we've done this, it spawned us right next to each other. Um, so that's annoying because we'd rather like be apart and then find each other later and have a bit of a war. Um, but on the one today... He um he he was again really focused on coming for me because all he wants to do is beat me. He needs to find something he can beat me at. He already knows that I'm taller than him, I'm better than him at football manager. He needs to beat me at something. Um and so he was gearing himself up for a war with me, and the AI just came round the back and took his capital <laughs> from one of the <laughs> So he then he then had to take back his own capital while I'm building all mine up and getting all mine ready for war and everything again so he's taking back his own capital and then decided to go and wipe out this ai before coming for me but couldn't beat them because they were further ahead of him on the tech tree because he'd been so focused on military so he gave up and was like oh don't worry kev i'm not coming for you but he's got this massive military that basically has to walk past me to come back I knew full well war was coming. So I'm there building walls, building defensive units. Little does he know my military is just as strong as his. And then he finally declares war on me, um, takes one of my cities near his border. But it's also, it's nearer to my capital than to any of his other cities for some reason. I, it's because he was going to make a beeline for my capital. So rather than uh, rather than doing it the sensible way on Civ Six, because we've now got all the... Uh, DLC loaded so loyalty is a big thing um, so because there was a big gap between his civilization and the city that he took as soon as he took the city it, the clock started ticking for them to rebel and rejoin me because they were still loyal to me because they were nearer to my capital but he didn't realize that so he took that city and then started back towards himself and took another one of my cities rather than coming straight for my capital because my capital was too well defended and by the time he took the second one of my cities the first one rebelled, became independent. And so he turned back around again, started attacking it, bombarding it to try and take it a second time. And as he broke the walls down to absolutely nothing again, I just swooped in and retook my own city. And he took... He, yeah, exactly. I don't know I what's know. happening. It's, it's, it's exactly right. Ring has got lots to say about this. Um, 
so then he was very cross at that point because I've regained one of my cities. So he then went back to my other one that he'd taken that was about to rebel as well. And when it did rebel, rather than him trying to recapture it, he just destroyed it and then declared peace with me. So by the time he'd got to the point where we stopped for the evening, we're at peace. So he can't declare war on me again for another 30 turns, I think it is. Of the two cities of mine that he took, one I've got back again, the other one he's destroyed, and I've got a settler two turns away from plonking a new city back down on the gap that he's vacated, <laughs> and he can't do anything to stop it because he can't attack me for 30 turns. So all that effort, we've, we were playing for four hours, he's basically at the point where all he's done is put himself in the position again for the second game in a row where there's no way he can win. He's just dedicated himself to coming for me can't take me and we're like the bottom two on the score chart and also all of this is going on i'm halfway to a diplomatic victory and he hasn't even realized yet because again i'm making friends with everyone else around the other side i've got loads of money that i've been building up and i'm just bribing everyone for diplomatic victory points so fingers crossed he comes at me again with his military and i'll just slap a diplomatic victory in his face and he'll be fuming but yeah i've never played multiplayer civ before done it a couple of times this week having lots of fun with it it's particularly fun that it's allowing me another way to mess with Zealand. Uh, there was like a moment this after- what sort of game it is. Like he's going for that gung ho. Oh yeah, he's definitely coming at me trying to do war. And it's for me, I never do war really in Civ. I, the, the times I could count on one hand. I've been playing Civ for like twenty years. I could count on one hand the amount of domination victories I've ever had. It's just it's such a ball ache victory type because you have to go and take everybody's capital. And there's not a chance he's getting my capital. Never mind anyone else's. So it always makes sense to go for the other victories, but he's cut himself off from all the other victories. His only chance is military. He's got 125 turns left to take nine capitals, and it just isn't going to happen. But it's, uh, yeah, it is fun. It's a different kind of game playing at multiplayer, and just like with Football Manager, I'm coming up with all these little cheesy nonsense techniques that no one's thought of that are just purely designed to mess with Zealand, and it just makes him so cross, which in turn makes me so happy. So, uh, yeah, it's glorious. But there was a point this evening where, bearing in mind we're still in the thick of the FM23 beta, which we haven't even talked about yet. Um, me and him were playing Civ and Dr. Benji was playing GeoGuessr. And it's like, it's, I mean, it sends a pretty strong message to Football Manager that FM23 perhaps hasn't excited everybody the way they hoped it would. Because uh, lots of us, even though it's still in the beta, are already off playing other things again. Because FM23 is basically the same game as fm22 it's lots of fun it's very good but it's not really massively different which is uh it's not ideal it's not ideal at all i'm looking forward to that coming out on the 8th that's when it's out isn't it four days time uh three days time for the listeners and uh yeah i'm looking forward to having a crack at it playing it for a bit Uh, my plan is basically to play it for 10 days until pokemon comes out and then be like we i mean um, although i'm kind of stuck on that because I've, i streamed legends arceus and everyone was like oh i'm not as far as you i'm not gonna play it <laughs> i'm not gonna watch sorry i'm gonna go and well, play that's it the thing with story games you can't really yeah. play them when they first come out because no. people don't want to watch so i'm tempted to just crack on with uh football manager while i play it and then do a, a, a gen 9 stream afterwards i might discuss that offline and, and, and figure it out but it's a it's an exciting time for sure because there's lots of games coming out now aren't there? i know anna said she's got lots coming up but just for me, I haven't, I haven't touched Sonic. I'm going to just get it for Christmas and play it. Um, but I've got Pokemon there. got Football Manager there. 
Um, there was some stuff coming up on uh, Game Pass, and I was like, oh, God, that's coming as well. I'm trying to think what it was now. I know that my kids are excited about Hello Neighbor 2. That's coming up Goat on Game Simulator Pass. 3. Is that coming as well? God, Ollie's going to be busy. 17th. <laughs> wow. Um, so already yeah. on, on Andy's lips every day. I'm like, in two weeks, two weeks' time. God, good times. That sounds excellent. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I... Just nipping background to Football Manager just for a second. Um, I'm not going to talk about it loads here. If you want my in-depth thoughts on FM23, because we haven't talked about it on the podcast at all, obviously I've got absolutely loads on the YouTube channel. You can find me on Twitch or the best place. Uh, we did an 80-minute long roundtable uh, discussion on Dr. Benji's YouTube channel. Me, Ben, Work to Space, Zealand, just chatting about the new game for 80 minutes. Um, it was very well received. I think it's already over 100,000 views. Um, go watch that because uh, we've never done anything like that before. We've never felt the need to do anything like that before. But this year, for all the reasons we outline in that, it needed to be done. And it's uh, it's well worth a watch if you are if you are wondering what my in-depth thoughts on FM23 are. If you just sat here desperate to buy it, of course, there is a link that Pavel put in the description of this podcast as well where you can buy it at a discount. And it's a bottom line, the very quick summary, mm-hmm. it's still the best football manager game they've ever made. It's just not massively different from last year's, but it is still the best one. There was, I think the review that was in IGN was something along the lines of um, not really much of an upgrade on fm22 graphics still a bit lacking doesn't feel like there's a lot a lot new to it nine out of ten which is like <laughs> really critical words and then they still give it a nine out of ten because it is still football manager it is still great um it's just if you've got fm22 it's not necessarily something you need to rush out and upgrade to i'd probably use your 30 quid to buy game pass rather than buying the game itself because then you get access to it for the year but only for the year because fm22 disappears off game pass on the 7th and fm23 appears on the 8th so if you have got an fm22 save you want to get finished you want to crack on with that this weekend because that game is disappearing you won't be able to play it again once well, fm23 drops it, on game pass well then it's you're not worrying about game pass oh okay the game pass version is disappearing oh. when the new one comes out uh, but yeah that's uh that's that let's do an advert and then you lot can flap your gums for a bit brain fog insomnia moodiness, achy joints, weight gain. Maybe you're thinking they're all just part of getting older, or that's what your doctor tells you. But Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all be connected. Hormonal changes that happen during perimenopause and menopause are at the root of dozens of symptoms women experience, not just hot flashes. Midi specializes in compassionate care for women in menopause. Their solutions are safe, effective, and FDA-approved, Plus, they're covered by insurance. A convenient telehealth visit with a MIDI clinician can be your first step to getting personalized care. They'll tailor a treatment plan for your symptoms and health history so you can get back to feeling great. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. When your body changes, your care should too. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders, from ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities. CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. 
Learn more at cbp.gov slash careers. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Pop. Round of applause. Great advert. Uh, Sheepdog, speak. Um, yeah, I have played a few games since we last spoke. And they none of them knew, but I completed Guardians of the Galaxy. Um, I mentioned to Pab when Good. we were away that uh, it was interesting. You said to me, oh, it outstays its welcome. And I was like, uh, I played it, completed it, and was like, well, it didn't seem to. And then it, me, it caught me it, out a it, bit. Uh, it because it, it has... just felt like there was just a lot of false endings. It felt like it was ending, and it just went, another, another chapter. You're like, oh. Yeah, no, and that's... And it again, <laughs> and you did it again. I literally like, put a tweet what? out going, I've completed it, and then it was a false ending. Not, not really a spoiler, but it was like, a, I thought I'd done it, and then I was like, oh, I haven't. Whoops. <laughs> Deleted the tweet. Thought that must be what Pab meant. But I didn't feel like it had outstayed anything. I just get what you meant. I, I, you know, you weren't critical of it. You were just saying it had that bit to it. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I love that. I'm really hoping that I'll hear news of a, of a sequel being made or something. I don't know what the score is on this. I feel like no, it's definitely, definitely not. What, really? Why they uh, Square, Enix, Square Enix had a two-game deal with Marvel. They oh, undersold boo. on the Avengers and Guardians of the Galaxy, so they ain't getting in another another thing, could it? Oh, that was so good. <laughs> it was no, such no, a fun game. You have to just wait for EA to start putting games out because they've got a free game deal now. So. Mm, great. I haven't played a, an EA game in ages, I don't think. It might um, be good. Might be. Maybe they'll, maybe they'll, I don't know, just... Was it Wolverine next? Is that no, what they're doing? Um, uh, no, that's not from EA. That's, but, yeah. that's uh, Insomniac making that one. Oh, okay. The EA one, the first one's going to be an Iron Man game. The second one is the Captain America and Black Panther game. And then the third one is unannounced as of yet, I think. Oh, right. So, I thought you meant EA were making a Guardians of the Galaxy game. Sorry. Oh, no, I, no, no, no. no. EA, just me got, there. EA just got a Marvel license. <sighs> so, yeah, well, Guardians ain't happening at again. It's just shit. Everyone, go out and buy it. Go and get it. I bought this. I loved it. It's on Game Pass as well, it's isn't it? It's on Game Pass. Now. I think even so, it yeah. was. I don't know if it still is. Everyone go play it. Let's let's make this the new uh, Morbius where everyone goes so nuts over it they have to bring it back out of uh, spite yeah. or whatever they did with that. Um, I haven't really seen I haven't seen that, so I don't really know what the score is there. But this game is fantastic. I really, really loved it. It was very, very good. I loved all the features to it. It's very clever. I love the characters. Um, I just feel like it's a shame they're not planning on even doing any more Guardians films after this next one, are they? So it's like, I'm just a bit disappointed because I really, really enjoy them. I'm going to have to go read all the comics and become a, a fan of reading them, uh, which I haven't, I haven't really read their comics that much, actually, thinking about it. So they'll live on. But I, I hope we get more games. I enjoyed the Telltale game they did um, where you know, that, that was quite cool. That had a lot of funniness to it. You know, you'd... You're trying to flog Thanos' corpse at the start of that game because you've killed him and you, you want to make some money so you can buy a beer. It's like, that's just random and silly. But uh, yeah, this was very cool. I was very glad that I'd finished it. Um, I keep meaning to go and... Because I, I put on Twitter that I don't know what else to play now and someone reminded me that I'd literally bought Cyberpunk and I haven't even <laughs> started it. So that is something I do need to do. Uh, it's on my list in my head and I'm like, okay, maybe that... Because 
Guardians was the game that I fired up on like a Sunday afternoon and just played while everyone was like my wife would be watching the football, the kids would be upstairs and I'd just sit in the other room playing the game for four hours and, you know, maybe Cyberpunk will be that game. I don't know. I just, I don't really know if I like the look of it. <laughs> I'm kind of, I don't know, we'll see. Um, one thing I kept teasing about playing and didn't get back into, I kept talking about playing it as a stream, but then other things would get voted for. But uh, I played it in the past and I wanted to have another crack at Crusader Kings 3. So I streamed that the other day and... I think, you know, we had a fun time. I'm planning on streaming it on Sunday again. And But what I, I want to talk about it on the podcast because I know Kev really got into this briefly when it came out. And I am I'm not very good at it and I don't really get it. <laughs> um, what I... There is what, no being good at it. That's the point. But, like... It's a I, story generator. There's no way to win or... It doesn't matter at what point your people die out or whether you take over this stuff or not. The whole point is it's about the story that's created along the way. So it's not feasible for me to just like take over. You're not going to take over. You're not going to take over the whole world and keep it running forever. No. Interesting. Cause I started it up and I just thought, okay, there's a war going on in Scotland. I should probably try and take over Ireland and, and Scotland and see if I can rule the UK. And, uh, I, I think <laughs> without realizing I lost half my, uh, land, and then I I noticed I was running out of money. My army was a bit expensive and I was in debt. So I tried to disband my army to bring them home. But disbanding my army meant that I surrendered in three wars I didn't even know I was in. And so that meant I lost more land. <laughs> I didn't have any money. And the, the King of Scotland had kind of taken over the whole of Scotland at that point. Or the King of Alba, sorry. Um, and I was just left with, I think, the Isle of Man and a little bit of Ireland. And I was just like, I don't even know what I'm doing. So then... I just sort of sped the game up a bit and was just answering the questions that came up and um, I killed the the Queen of Scotland. I went and killed his missus and I was, I was just sending hits out on people, basically, left and right and marrying people to other people. But is that it? And it's, it's just a story generator. There's no yeah. real drive to... I guess you probably can no, take there's no, there's no. Yeah, I mean, I, I think in all the times I've played it, I managed to unite the whole of Ireland once. And it, as soon as I died, as soon as that generation died... It just got split up again amongst the kids because of the way the hereditary stuff worked. So I had like four kids, so it just chopped Ireland back up into four again. It's like, no! <laughs> so you need to, before you die, you need to mysteriously kill all your children and leave it to one of kill them. Kill three, yeah, kill all but one of them, yeah. But then, of course, you run the risk that someone else kills the one that's left. And yeah, it's just all about the stories that develop along the way. That's the whole point of it. Cool, okay, because people enjoyed the stream. You know, we had a good chat about it. We had a lot of laughs. There was a lot of funny things that occurred, um, just random bits you know, and pieces along the way. I was playing a, uh, a guy that, after I picked him, realized he, he his name was The Boneless, and it was because he had one leg. He'd lost a leg in a battle or something. And it just seemed to constantly be picking things like sending him to dance with his wife. And I'm like, I had a choice between dancing or not dancing. And I was like, well... Can he, I don't know. Is this going to work for him? <laughs> like, is it going to be? Is it going to? Is the game wise enough to know that I've been drinking and I've only got one leg and it's going to be difficult? Or and I, it was making me second guess how clever the game was then. And it was fine. I danced. It was all good. But I kept. I'm sat there thinking. Try, you know how you play football manager and you're thinking through things realistically. Am I living close to it? Would I afford this? Blah blah blah. I was thinking like that, and that was just quite fun creating a bit of a story. And um, I realised eventually I could name the children. I was just picking the names it suggested at first, but. 
Yeah, I, I might do a little bit of reading to see what more I could be doing because I've discovered a load of buttons that I didn't use at all right as we were getting to the end of the stream. And I thought, okay, I could probably start using them. Um, I've always been nervous of upsetting people if I was too murderous and things like that, you know, sending out hits on people or bribing people. The other times I've played it, I've tried to be a bit more clean. But actually, it seems like that's a lot of the game, isn't it? Sending out a hit or having a little subterfuge or discovering a secret and using it against them or... Um, I, I kept second guessing whether to have multiple mistresses and stuff like that. It kept suggesting I didn't have enough concubines. And, and I was like, well, I would have thought that would upset my wife, but she seemed very happy that she didn't have to deal with all of that. My Her her love for me was in the excess of 100, I think, or at 100, whatever the limit was, uh, which was, yeah, you know, standard, good. Standard she loves it when life. you stay away from her. This is it. Um, but no, that was fun. I enjoyed that a lot. Um, and I'll be playing that again on Sunday. Um, I also, I know I've been talking about Disney Dreamlight on the stream. They did a, an update. They added in Scar from The Lion King. Uh, that was very fun. Uh, you, you get to sort of, you, we already had the Pride Lands unlocked. So it added a, 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 a mine to the area that you had to go in and mine these crystals. You had to help Scar get rid of all the wildebeest corpses that he's mounted up there and help him clean up the valley a bit and that kind of thing um the game's been really fun and ben's really into it he comes home he's like i want to play my game let's put the game on and he gets really obsessed with wanting to play his game and we've enjoyed it but i think today was the first time it started to wane a little bit because there's not a content update due imminently because we've just had one uh, we we have one character left to unlock, which is Prince Eric. But to unlock Prince Eric, you need to get Ursula to level ten. But weirdly, I, I feel like this is such a. I get. I've, I've, I think they've done it on purpose to force people to play the game for longer. But it feels really cynical and annoying. Ursula and Remy from Ratatouille sleep if you're playing the game past six o'clock. And because I finish work at five and I'm not just jump, well, it must be five o'clock actually, because I, I, I finish work. I don't always jump straight on, but say I'm on by half five, Remy and Ursula are asleep in their respective houses and we can't progress the game to unlock Prince Eric because you need Ursula to be level 10. Um, the only other quest we've really got going on is a mermaid quest where she wants you to get things from people's houses and Remy's got this whisk that she wants, so I can't progress her. So we've just been going around doing all the level 10 missions for each of the characters, but they're really long-winded, like go and find 100 hard sticks on the floor and you know five of them spawn in an area. So I was walking around in circles for about an hour and a half picking up sticks and uh, obviously Ben wasn't particularly enjoying it. So... Yeah, it's it it. They're gonna have to do an update soon, I think, to keep because other people will have played this game or done it better or already be at this point. Um, we're gonna get up tomorrow in the morning and do whatever we need to do to make sure Ursula's got whatever she needs to give us this level ten, because um, she's one of the hardest characters to level up. Because everyone else, you can have wander behind you, where she only appears in water, she doesn't follow you, so you have to give her things and do her favors and stuff. So that's gonna take time. We're gonna do that tomorrow. Once she's done, we've unlocked the final character and there's nothing for us to do until the next lot's out. So I'm sort of scouring through Game Pass trying to find more games for Ben to play because he's going for a real like, oh, I like gaming. Game's really cool. But I don't know. We'll see what's there. Um, and I think other than Words with Friends 2, that's the only other game I've been playing, I think. And that is ridiculously uh, full of spam. I'm so shocked that that is a, a, a mobile game. How is there a Words play. with Friends 2? How is it different from Words with Friends? Can yeah, I just I don't know. interject, Sheepdog? Um, Disneyland yes. Adventures is good. 
That's oh, that's the one where you wander around the actual park, isn't it? I yeah, saw you that play earlier. mini games where, um, instead of like the ride. Some of them are mini games, so you go in there and collect stuff, and you collect autographs, and you open areas. So maybe that's I might get in that. Into. That's a really good shout. I'll get that tonight. I did. Uh, I, I tried Costume Quest, but it involved reading. Um, I got him a couple of other games. I can't. Oh yeah, that's not for now. children. <laughs> is it costume not? Quest. It's, oh, it it hell, is. Yeah. All right, but it it's got dark themes in it sometimes if it's not great on like scary things um i mean he is is a menace but uh okay yeah i'm trying to think what the other game we got him was um i know i got tetris effect because i saw it there that wasn't for him although i was going to try and get him to play it just to keep him busy but um it, it was just in the queue in the end uh i kind of just i saw it there and thought i haven't played that in ages i want to play tetris um, but no, he's all right. He'll be fine. I mean, there's mm. games coming out that he'll probably have a crack on. I, I, it's fun having him really into it, although he does constantly ask me when they're adding Stitch into Dreamlight Valley, and I'm getting sick of being asked like mm. the, the repetitive questions about this game. Um, oh, God. And my ex- I don't know if I mentioned on the podcast, my Xbox is broken. Oliver tried to shove a disc in it, and it it just got chewed up or something. I don't know. Um, there's like a meant to be a hole on the side of the Xbox that you can poke a uh, like a paperclip into, and it will force whatever out of the disk drive. But that's not happening. So now my Xbox just sits there going. Put it upside down minutes. and then try it. Yeah, I'm, I'll, I'll try it over the weekend again. I was planning on maybe opening it up and seeing what I could do, but I figure me opening it's probably going to ruin the whole console. Um, and I know that's quite a good excuse to get a new one and that kind of thing, but I'd quite like to salvage this one so that Ollie can maybe have it in his room. That's my, my long-term uh, thought process. I'm thinking maybe within a couple of months I'll get, you know, I don't know what the stocks are like or anything like that. But well, if you get the, wa- the new white one, it doesn't have a disk drive on it, so <laughs> there'll be none of that happening anymore. <laughs> well, that's it. No, I, I don't even mind that, really, because we only ever download games now, really, on the Xbox. It's more of a uh, a box for watching Sky and stuff like that. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I don't know. I'll probably get a digital one. But yeah, I'd like to repair it or figure it out. And I'm just, I've tried, I did take it all out and shake it about and poke this thing in it. And I even tried to give it the sheepdog punch. It didn't work. It's the first time that punch has ever failed to fix the problem. Um, I might try it again tomorrow because actually that'll probably be the answer now I've said it. Just give it a proper punch in a proper position. I just gave it a cheeky one when I was first. I thought, oh, I haven't tried the old tap yet. and uh, But I think I probably didn't do it right. But uh, I'm sure we'll get it just right and it'll work uh, but yeah that's all the stuff that i can think of i'm sh- i think i've forgotten something so if i interject later i will but if, if i don't I, i've forgotten but uh yeah you two can do your bits now i'm Oof. coming back in i don't care i'm coming oh. back in i forgot to talk about persona can you believe it i didn't mention persona 5 persona 5 royal came out on everything so i got it on steam deck and mm-hmm. it is glorious i've done about 10 hours probably and it runs absolutely perfectly it looks beautiful it doesn't drain the battery the way uh the way some of the other bigger games that have been on there do i've always maintained handheld is the perfect way to play persona and persona 5 royal runs beautifully on the steam deck and it's just my go-to every night when i go to bed play an hour of this and it's just it's lovely it's everything i ever wanted i imagine it's just as good on the switch as well just Get it, boys and girls. If you haven't played Persona 5 yet, you're you're a buffoon. But now is your opportunity to correct your previous buffoonery. Go get it. While the, while the getting is good, 
get it played because persona 3 and persona 4 remaster versions are coming out early next year so you want to get in now get it got get it played you won't regret it it's it's perfect go and play persona 5 royal do it now yeah they know how to charge for it there don't they on the switch i have don't know how much it is it's like 59 oh it's worth every penny i'd pay double that for it <laughs> i have i mean i've i've spent over 200 pounds on persona 5 now i should this think because i got the special edition when it first <laughs> came out the special edition when royal came out on ps5 and i've now bought it on steam and you know what i probably will buy it on switch as well once i've finished it on the steam deck because it's just the perfect game considering i'm the person who doesn't replay games and doesn't like long games this is a 100 hour game that i'm now playing through you know for the third time i suspect this is possibly your favorite game oh yeah i think it probably a, a, is. above football manager though oh yeah definitely i've described it as that multiple times recently <laughs> love yeah. persona if i could get away with i mean if they released one of these every year and i could get away with milking it for an entire year i would happily make the switch <laughs> i'd jump over but uh Considering they've released three games in the last 15 years, I think I'll just have to accept that this is just something I enjoy doing in my spare time. Especially because there's such wangs about letting you stream it as well. Why aren't you going to Comic-Con just as a character from it, though? Because I'm 40 years old and fat, Sheepdog. <laughs> there must be a fat character in it. It's a Japanese game. Of course there's no fat characters in it. They're all 15 and they're all thin. Have you ever yes, seen anything thin. Japanese? <laughs> I've seen lots of Japanese things. They always have big I... characters. No, they don't. Yeah, they do. Not on Persona, they don't. Well, just they go, with some, a beard. go with some middle-aged version. That could be your shtick. You could be, oh, I'm that character, you know, oh, 25 I forgot years the from now. Key, I forgot the key part. I'm not a weirdo. I don't want to go in <laughs> fancy dress. <laughs> you should, though. It would suit you. Oh, you should go in fancy dress, then. I will if you That's do. And I, okay. I said to him last last uh, week at Comic Con, <laughs> I said if he goes as a slutty cheerleader on stage during our panel talk, he can pick literally any costume for me to wear on stage with him. <laughs> I pick Olympic it. swimmer. Oh, you bottled it at the Olympic time. Olympic swimmer. I just want him in speedo. One of those little hats and a pair of goggles. But we had a deal. We had a deal where whatever you picked, I was going to go you for. You proposed that on Saturday night. Where was I going to get a cheerleader's outfit night. overnight? It was, like, it was, it was uh, Saturday night, morning as we were leaving. It was Friday night because we were there going was still to... still no way I was going to get a cheerleader's outfit on that short notice. We went into central London where all of the sweet shops have become Halloween costume shops. That was literally the conversation. You were like, and they oh, don't sell them in my size. That was your excuse, but you never looked... So because I've been in shops before, <laughs> I can't buy normal clothes in shops. I'm not going to buy fancy dress. Mister, I love a scavenger hunt. Me, oh, I love scavenger hunts. Doesn't want to go on one to find a slightly cheerleader outfit for himself, though. Right, I will buy a cheerleader no, outfit and no. a pair of speedos, and no, then I'm the next time we no. do the panel, you've lost your chance now. Ah, oh, there you go. So he's a coward, Mister. No, Mister, I wouldn't buy it on the internet. It has to be part of the, you know. That doesn't doesn't apply to costumes. Mm, well, I'll make my own and then make you some speedos. It's also not <laughs> Halloween anymore, which means we would just look. It will weird. be next year. Well, maybe I'll ne make the offer again next year, and you can uh, whip out right, your I'll costume. Get, I'll get the speedos ready for you. Go for it. I'd have uh, I'd have spent more time hunting for someone to wax me, so I could go on stage as a proper swimmer. I'll wax you. Don't worry. Okay, deal. 
Excellent. You have to do a good job, though. I promise you, you will know you've been waxed. <laughs> I have a reasonably high pain threshold. I reckon I'll be okay. I am doing your scrotum as well. No. No, no, no. <laughs> no. You know when you go to respond and then you're like, no, I'm not Kev. I'm not going to say something like that on the podcast. We'll leave it there. Manscaped no. sponsorship incoming. I'll even let you have some of my powder on there after you're done to make sure they don't stick to your legs. <laughs> I'm not as old as you, Kevin. You will be next year. No, I won't. You age quicker than me. <laughs> I'm Anna. I'm younger than Anna. That's I, I find that very hard to believe. I've mm. seen you both. But yeah, weren't, yeah, uh, we don't. Are you like, not saying anything now? I was still going, trying to work out what you were saying. Have you finished? Yeah. I'm having a peppermint now. What, with your four teaspoons of sugar in? Uh, two. You were telling me about two. this. He's basically eating sugar lumps with a little bit of pepper, with mint like a pony. Yeah. <laughs> I thought of you. I was eating, uh, my wife got cola cubes and pineapple cube uh, sweets out, and I was eating one enough. I actually, I'd eaten about nine of them, and then I thought, these are just sugar lumps. I'm turning it to Kev. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. But, uh, yeah, yeah games. Have you played games? Uh, bits that. I just I, I can't fin I can't get into anything because of next week. Everything I play, I'm like I don't want to play this. I want to play God of War, which is not out till next week. Though my 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 pre order has um gone down in price and is now in the warehouse, so that's promising. May I get it a, a day early? I'll be beside myself if I do because it's the same day that Football Manager comes out. So Andrew needs to fend for himself. That's a joke, oh. obviously. <laughs> That's a joke. I don't, I don't see the joke. <laughs> no, oh, I will, I'm hearing I, a fact. I will pause it and, and make him dinner. But um, yeah, that comes pause out it. if I get it on the same day. <laughs> Order him a takeaway <laughs> the night before on Just Eat. Yeah, but he has a very, very strict diet, Andy does, so you can't get them one delivery. That's a really anything. good point. But yeah, it's a joke, everybody. It's a joke. Um no, But I got Gotham Knights. I played it for a, Ooh, a day. Tell me. Tell me. Um. Yeah. So it like it's set in Gotham, but it's not the Gotham you know. It's not. It's not, oh, not the one in Nottinghamshire. <laughs> it's not the Batman Gotham that we all know and love. It's not the Arkham Gotham by a long shot. Like I was I going around. I thought you it. made it very clear on the last podcast. It was no. I was saying it was a Batman game, <laughs> and it had Batman in it. And I was just saying it had them people's names in it. I wasn't saying it was that. I was anyway. We won't go into <laughs> it. But like the very first like. The cutscene at the start, excellent. I'd, I'd make everyone go and watch that. Excellent, excellent cutscene, like the opening. It was great. It, Kevin would love it. Like Anyone who likes comics would love it. It was great. It, it, it explained little bits what was happening, but I don't, I don't understand the Batman universe. So I, <laughs> I was like, who are these people? Why are they fighting? Like, there's... Like, so you've got... So that happens. Batman is dead. That is the whole premise of this game. Batman is dead. That happens mm -hmm. within, like, the first ten minutes. Of the, like, the cutscene is very long. Batman's dead. So you have four... 
I don't even know what they're called. Understudies, his friends, his psychic. So you have, hold on, you have dead Kevin Hartley. Robin. You, you have Robin. Robin, Batgirl. Nightwing. Nightwing. And Red Hood. Right, yes, Red Hood. So you have them four people. Now, they have names that I didn't, like, I only know two of them. I know who Batgirl is, who is Oracle, but in the Arkham series she is in a wheelchair she is not in... so i don't know if this is a different universe if they've gone back in time i, I she don't gets know better, i think she gets okay. better she gets out of the wheelchair at some point i think that sounds right okay so she she's in it i know yeah. who robin is because he no 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 i know who i think it was robin who was in nightwing is nightwing is dick grayson yes <laughs> so I, I know who he is he was like that yeah, acrobatic Red Hood and is then in there as well. Jason, Jason, Todd. Jason yep. Todd, yeah. Don't know who he is. Couldn't tell you anything. He was, that he, he, was the, he was the Arkham Knight, wasn't he? Possibly. Oh. Uh, I never finished it. For uh, I can't five, remember now. No, because he was the Red Hood. He's always the Red Hood, isn't he? Um, yeah, all right. Let's go but apparently, he was what by, by is he... Damien in it. No, it's Tim. Is it no, Tim Drake? Is that. Tim, Tim Drake. Drake yeah. Is, is yeah. So Robin. See what I mean? There's so many different people in the Batman universe. He's been going a while. He's just, you know, if, if you if you're aware of the the universe, or you would know who they are. I knew all all of them. I know who they are. Um, not extensively, but I I get a gist of it. If you, if you don't, if you're not in that sort of DC Batman world, you, there's a good chance you wouldn't know a lot of them. Yeah, mm. I mean, very very brief summary is he uh, Dick Grayson was the first one. He grows up, becomes Nightwing, and doesn't really like Batman's approach. They're all former Robins. Um, Jason gets killed by the Joker, so then Tim Drake comes in. Then it turns out Jason's not dead; he's Red Hood. Blah blah blah. Because he's and brought back Tim... by the Lazarus Project. I worked that out. Yeah, and then when Tim Drake <laughs> grows out of it, Damian Wayne's his son. Which I'm surprised that Batman's dead, but his son's not in it yet. Well, it's not. Unless... That's not part of the, that continuity. I don't think. I don't think I like Damien though because he's, he's like a genius assassin kid who's who's just a little bit. <laughs> I feel, like that's, more, I feel like that's more recent though in the even in the comic book stuff in the grand scheme. Yeah, of things. relatively. I, I mean, I'm one of the few people who actually enjoyed their comics because it was like Batman's son was this genius uh, assassin ninja person, and then Superman's son was this naive soppy kid who could be nuked in the face and he'd be fine. And they were just a little duo that hung out together and. Damien somehow was the alpha in that situation, and it's like, how is he the alpha when he's you know got a super kid he can't hurt as his best friend? Uh, it was very fun. I enjoyed that a lot. So I like seeing Damien. He's he's a cool character, but uh, yeah, I don't think there's any others, is there? I know in the very 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 current stuff, there's uh, another character who they were gearing up to take over from Batman, weren't they? Um, I can't remember their name now. And uh, there's Batwoman as well, uh, Batgirl as well. Sorry, I don't think Batwoman's in this game, is she? No, it's no. Batgirl. I mean, there is a spoiler for you. There is another character that you don't play as, but... Uh... Oh. No, 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 I, I don't know. I, I'm just going to say Alfred's in it. <laughs> oh, right, he's, okay. Yeah, he's in it, yeah. Alfred's yeah. in it, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's like the main... He's like the bat. Not he's not Batman, but he's like you go to him for all your mission. Well, some of your missions and stuff like that. Because obviously he he knows the backstory of of the villains. So, uh, honestly, I started playing it. Um, I played each of the characters. Um, they all have a different fighting style. So you've got Batgirl, who's 
quite fast and has like um like um what did she have she feel like she's stealthy yes she's stealthy. she yeah she can she's like stealthy and she can like she can take out like cameras and stuff with her batarangs or whatever i didn't like that as much because even though she's stealthy some of the bits can't can't be stealth so mm-hmm. I, I didn't mm-hmm. like that um De- deaf not deaf what's his name red hood he's got guns so he's more like head in shoot everyone and then ask questions later so he, he was all right but again I just I, I didn't know how the game works as it of like the the level up so I was getting quite frustrated with it and the game only gives you power up if you obviously gr- you have to grind in this game which at first didn't bug me but it got repetitive when it was the same places you had to go and clear out and the same objective in these um set pieces that you had to do and like it just got but like I did this one gang hideout like four times and it's always the same um enemies and the same layout and the set it, it just got a bit repetitive but you have to do that to level up in the game which obviously gets annoying um Robin I like his because you can make a decoy of yourself jump behind the enemy and your decoy decoy blows up and obviously damages the enemies and then there's Nightwing who has mm-hmm. sticks he does. <laughs> he has. That some is sticks. basically his power. Yeah, he's, he's, they do lightning stuff. He can electrocute people. Yes, but again, you have to level all this, level all that up. He's basically and... Daredevil with eyes, isn't he? Yeah, yeah. He With has. Sight, I mean. He has sticks, <laughs> which is fine. Like he's 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 quite fast. Um, and again, you have to get like I I saw his like top level up with his lightning sticks, and I was like, yes, I want to play that. And I, I looked at the thing, I was like, oh, that's going to take a while. I mean, I'm going to have to do these boss sites out and these people that need help just a bit more. But, um, so, yeah, like, you've got Gotham, obviously. It's a big map. It's not It's not small. You've got, like, three main, island, three main islands and there's some offshoots on each of them. Um, so, you, obviously, you go around. You cannot glide or, or like... In, in air contest you, you can can't run, but you can't glide yeah you can you can you've got your your hook thing that you can yeah, hook you got onto like a grapple hook, yeah. yeah but you cannot glide like batman and i i miss that even though like batgirl's got a well they've all i think they've two three of them have got like capes but none of them glide which is annoying because i love gliding in batman so it's hit and miss with the the grappling hook um like you think you're going forward and then you shoot up off the screen to the top of a the and a tower that's bigger than you and that's annoying when you're trying to get somewhere you do have a a bike um the yep. bike's fine it the bike just like yes you get to a to b but it's there's no traffic the world seems very empty like you you just go on your bike off you go you get there within like a minute or so uh, it, maybe it's set nothing. in the COVID lockdowns. Maybe there's there's not like there is timed. Batman like, died um, of COVID. <laughs> there's there's timed like mechanics, and you got like a minute and 
like two minutes and you get there with like a minute left on the clock it there's no sense of urgency to it do you know what i mean it's just like oh yeah get this thing go over how annoyed bike. would you be if you got stuck behind a car at a traffic light though when you've got two <laughs> minutes to get there <laughs> but it's you know it's, it's a bike no, it's, you can go anywhere they achieved it, it with the Arkham games, didn't they? They had traffic yeah. in that. They had believable living. I was going to ask you: Is it? Is it? Does it feel anything like the Arkham or no, a game like no. Spider Man? No, no, any of that. No, unfortunately, it's, it, it's it's a different combat system, which seems to be more like like it. It has it's a it, little tiny bit of yeah. it, but not. It's, it feels different because it's it's like. Combo, you do you do more combos with, than you are just just button mashing. I don't feel like yeah, I feel like you could kind of get away with just button mashing a little bit in the Arkham mm-hmm. series and and perform some pretty cool moves. This one, it's like this button, this button, this button, and then this button, and yeah. or throw a direction in there as well to do something else. And you've got to build up a, like a meter to do to then do you specials. Should. Yeah, yeah. It feels um, like a, a knockoff, like with a movement. Without the bike, feels like a like a really bad uh, Spider Man. Like you want it to, you want to propel from one to the other, and it just like snaps you to the building, and then you're just on this building, and then you have to wait for your character to run, and it just it's a bit like you, you just I want got, you I want got, it to go. But for me, with the with like the abilities and stuff, where you have to like press a button and open a deep and like select something on a D pad, was it or something like that? Mm-hmm. I feel like you had to do that reminded me a little bit they took that from assassin's creed when yes yeah yeah, yeah. you had to you had to you had abilities on on d-pads didn't you, you had mm-hmm. to press like a, tr- a shoulder button and then bring up the d-pad buttons so that, yeah so taking a little bit of that it. as well um, it's i i don't mind what i've played to be honest no. i played about 90 minutes of it um oh, okay because i've been i've been busy with stuff and I've I've turned it on yesterday and I was like I I was like I, I ended up in the belfry and I looked at and it brought up like all the all the skill trees it's like this is like four <laughs> there's like four different skill trees yeah. per person yeah I'm like do I if I level up well, Nightwing, they level does, up all the same time so if one it, okay person... so it's not that bad no, I was thinking no. if I've got to do each character individually I'm not gonna I'm just gonna stick to one character and never touch anyone else because yeah. I'm, I'm gonna stick with whatever tree so that's good then at least. But I've, um, like, oh, like I said, I've played all the characters and I've just stuck with Robin because I like how he well, that's fights. That's the thing. It, it, it gives mm. you an option to, to... It gives you different fighting styles for however you want to play it, I suppose. Mm-hmm. And yeah, because yeah. this is co-op, you yeah. could, in theory, play it, it... Like you say, you could have one that plays the stealth version with Batgirl and then someone else, like you say, comes in with um, Robin or Red Hood or who's a bit more physical. Mm. And you can team up like that um, so that, that would work definitely mm-hmm. it it, mm-hmm. it it's it, like because i was playing the the main because it's like a main story well there's multiple main stories going on in the background you've got all your enemies coming through so you start with harley quinn and then penguin comes in and then clayface has come about and mr freeze has come about oh. and they're fine like the the story elements they're fine but the fights at the end a hard work on your own. Like I was playing the Harley Quinn one and that took me three times to do because not only have you got the big bosses to take it, well, first of all, you, you're on a stage with um, 
because she she's trying she tried to go good but then she's gone obviously got Harley Quinn she's gone bad again and you're on a stage and you have to beat these two characters up which is like they have health bars I did it it was a hard it was hard to do but I did it like I got through it and then you drop down on like a trap door and then you've got another fight to do with the same characters that were upstairs like she's got multiple of them obviously because the of her way her story goes so you've got them to kill you've got one that can heal up the other and you've got bombs to deactivate while you're fighting and that took a while and i had to, i had to drop it because i was playing on normal and i had to drop it down to easy because it it was really hard doing it on your own and like they are saying like oh yeah if you play two player it, it, it obviously you you for that kind of game you would need that you would need the two player to to work it is really hard on your own like i mean i tried the um, the freeze one and he freezes like the there's a big hospital and he freezes that all up and you've got to go up and get it going up it was fine because you've got enemies to take down you've got selfie bits and everything but then you get to him his part like his boss fight i haven't got past that yet and that was like right at the start of the game like you got him to to play against him and he's really hard like it's just you and him but he's got like this freeze gun that he can freeze you with. You're stuck in like the ice, and then you have to like wiggle your stick to get out of it. By the time you've wiggled out to it, he's over you, over to you, and then he's like got got um rockets at you, and then like he stands on top of this big machine that he's got because he's like he's he's froze goth Gotham, and he's got these beams of light coming like beams of lasers coming out of it. The first two times are fine because they were just on the ground. You could jump over them. The third time they're all over the place, and you can't time anything. There's no like with the Arkham games, you had the the triangle pop up to get out of the way. With this, you have to just look and try and time it. And if you if you jump as the beam goes up, it gets you and you're died you're you're dead within like two hits. So there is there's some bits that are quite hard to do on your own. Like I don't know how you'd do that with two player. I don't know how the um how you get someone up from the ground in that one. But you don't get any eye eye. AI help from your other teammates in these scenarios. So I know it's fine for what it is, um, but it's not it's not Batman as in the Arkham series. With the Arkham series it's very dark and rainy and just you have that gothic feel. Within this one it's neon lights everywhere and everything's got bright lights and there's not many people about and it's like the pe the 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 public that are in the game are just very subdued they just if you go into them they just jump out the way immediately so you can't take anybody out and there's people like empty just standing at the the um what is it called the back of their cars just standing there not really doing anything but they're at the back of the cars taking things out of the boot and it's just like that's weird in like in the middle of the road it's just i don't know it's weird it's not what I f it could have been better if they stayed with the duff the, the the gothic and dark theme this is just a bit bright and i'll probably go back to it after god of war but that is all like i've stayed away from all the hype i've stayed away from more trailers but i'm so excited for that game because oh it's so good like i've saw the what is called metacritic it's up there like i was going to play it regardless um god of war but, oh, I'm so excited for that game. I also got the Mario game, uh, Sparks of 
light or something. Um, I only played it for a couple of hours because I got Gotham the day after. Um, it's more of... It's not more of the same. It's definitely different. You get more... Um, with the old game, it was like um, XCOM that you could only move a certain amount of like times. This one, you can you have like a big area that you can move around freely in your turn and then mm -hmm. take take your turn you've which is good because like sometimes because in in the mario games you can hit an enemy that like bump into them then hide around the corner and then like shoot them with your with your gun so that's because i, I like you get this a so, like you get a lot of one hit um characters on the screen so obviously you run into them take them out hide behind a block and then take take your, sh your shot at the other enemies which is fun to do um this one is is so with the with the last one you obviously you had areas to go around and it would be very linear there was not a lot of place to me around this one you're sent to like a an a, a land and you can move freely around that land and do as you please and take whatever um fight you want obviously they're all leveled so you obviously can do them and set order you don't have to you just if you say you're a level two and you want to take on a level four you're more than welcome to be a bit of a tougher fight but you can do that um so that that was good that I didn't have to just go here 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 this one I could choose and do as I pleased and in what order I please so that was good um everyone like there's uh, the first land is like a beach area so you've got people that need help with like um I don't know there's a beach party going on they need help with their sound system or there's bombs walking next to the people that want to sunbathe and they can't so you take them out um so that was when you also get these little stars so you got you used to get stars in the other games but these stars have obviously been um been fused with the rabbits so they've got like massive eyes <laughs> and they look they're so cute and but they give you um stat uh passive stats it well not passive stats but stats that so one of them is like can give each of your um your your actions electric damage so everything you do you can um obviously shock them but or you could one of them gives you all your um everyone that's in your area so your your pals that are with you your other companions or get like a stat boost to their like special um action so that's quite cool like you can mix and match you don't have to you could you don't have to have like everyone have the same you can mix and match you get to feed them up so they get better and more advanced they're just yeah, everyone gets one. I don't know if 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 you progress and you can put two with you because that would be fun to to mix it up. But obviously, you've got all your characters there. You've got your rabid Mario, your rabid Luigi. You've got Mario and Luigi, Peach, um, rabid Peach. It's just they're all there. They're all just mingling around. Sometimes you have to play as certain characters, so you can only play as. Um, uh, the princess and the rabbit um luigi that was one of the things i could only play as them to which was fine um there's different mechanics in the game so like there was these uh, mushrooms normally mushrooms in the other parts of the game you just run at them and they're one hit wonders and, and they go away but these have got hard hats on 
So you have to do it a different way. You have to like tip them over, then grab them and then throw them off of the map. So that was quite fun. And the game didn't tell me that. I just worked it out for myself. So again, that's that's it's a fun game. It's all bright, beautiful. It's a Nintendo game. I've not found any bugs. It's a, a Mario game. You know how they are. But yeah, that was good. But like I said, I haven't played a lot of it because... I've got them and this week I've played nothing because all I want is God of War and it's driving me insane. It's one of them long weeks that days never seem to end. But yeah, next week will be yay, finally. Because it was just the last line of that game just to make me go, oh my God, I know what that means. So yeah, I'd like to see how, how that story pans out. But yeah, that, that's me. Pap? Me? Yeah. It's me. Um, so, um, I've played a, l- I've played a little of a lot, <laughs> as I okay. would say, I've played, like I say, I've played about 90 minutes of, of Gotham Knights, I didn't mind what I played of the initial 90 minutes, um, but like, I found it hard to pick up again, mm. just because I was like, oh, I don't, I didn't want the open the map and there's tons of stuff on the map it's yeah. like do this do this do that. i was like no Ugh, I, I did <laughs> i open even i opened the tutorial stuff because it wanted me to do the tutorial stuff in the mm-hmm. in the belfry and, it, and it's like three different categories of, of tutorial and then you you go in the tutorial and there's like 10 different checkpoints different tutorial things like oh well, I, I turned it off i was like i, I haven't I, I haven't got the patience. But that's how you get your legendary status or something probably probably but i was just like Ugh, i'm not doing I'm not doing another 90 minutes of tutorial. That's not happening. Yeah. It's like we played a game at that point. It's just daft. Um, so I've not really played a ton of it. Like, I didn't hate what I played. Um, but it's just not the type of game I wanted to play. I've, I've, mm-hmm. I'm going to play Corp hopefully soon. So hopefully that'll uh, that'll increase enjoyability of that. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd rather have been playing a game which I've started again. Um... And it's Uncharted 4 because I almost, very oh, almost I wanted bought, to play that. It came I don't out know PC. why. Uh, came, the Legacy okay. of Thieves collection came out on PC a few weeks ago. And I very nearly bought it. And then I remembered I bought the PS5 version of that <laughs> earlier yeah. in the year when it was on sale. I thought, let me just, just I'll just play that version then. Um, and I just whacked that on easy. And I just kind of just shimmy around cliff sides and jump mm-hmm. around and stuff like that. And enjoy the story for what it is without really tons of thought going into it yeah. and compared to uh gotham knights where i'm just like oh there's so much stuff here it's just throwing it's just bombarding me with stuff i just thought i'm just gonna play this instead um so i've just been enjoying playing some uncharted and i've enjoyed i have i genuinely it, it runs perfectly fine on the ps5 it, it's spot on and yeah, it's just nice to play. It's not like I say, it's not too taxing on 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 your your brain. It's just a nice story, and like I say, I put it on easy, so it's just because the the most frustrating parts of those games are the combat sequences where you can just get bombarded by people very quickly, and then someone just shotguns you in the back or something like that, and you're like, oh well, I'm dead. I've got to go back and do another checkpoint. So it's just like I'm just gonna play it on the easy. It's, it's, <laughs> it's, it's just let's just enjoy it. You know, if what it is because it's still a long game. Oh yeah, it's yeah, still yeah, yeah. it's still quite a massive game. 
I think I was when I left off. I was in Scotland. I just got to Scotland. I was yep. doing that because it's not even that far into That's it, not even really. That, no, no, it's not. Um, still a few hours into the game, um, and I do like that one. Um, as Kev said, Persona Five Royal. I have it on the Steam Deck. I have now played up to as far as I've played on the <laughs> PS4 version, which is the night is before that? school. Oh gosh, okay. I've played up to where you meet the old man in the cafe. Wow, and that's the first hour. Jeez. Yes, yes. <laughs> yeah. I enjoyed the first hour, the two times I've done it before, and I have got up to that point again <laughs> on the Steam Deck. Might I suggest you play a little more? Yeah, I've never seen combat in this game. Oh, God. <laughs> I've only oh, ever gosh. seen running around the town and conversations. Just do it like another hour or so and you'll yeah, get there. Yeah. I think it's a daunting thing if it goes, but it says time matters and do this, <laughs> all these things. It's like, I'm like, oh, God, there's a there's a calendar. Oh, God, I can't mess this up now. And I've really, yeah, I realized, right. I, think about, I think about it. It was like, uh, I'll figure it, it did, out. It did scare me hearing Kev say that he did something wrong and two went back and replayed the ending a different way later on knowing oh yeah there's different endings and you can you can make decisions you make can cut out like half the game it can end months earlier than it's supposed to in the calendar if you do something wrong and you won't know it won't be like this is wrong (laughs) you have to go yeah once it's done you're then googling was that the real ending oh god no there's i've missed out over half the game i'm reloading you need lots of save points in this Hmm. I don't. I. I don't remember. I don't remember. In my head, I had a song on the title screen when yeah. I first played this game, and I went, and then I went, "This isn't the song that was in my head." Oh yeah, it's a different song it's on Royal, Royal than there is different. on the original one. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Okay. I, that, that really threw me. I look at this going, "This doesn't seem familiar at all." Yeah, I have I two different soundtrack discs that yeah. I can't okay. listen to in the car anymore because I don't have a CD player in the car anymore. It's very yes. sad. Oh. Yes. And then on Spotify, it's heartbreaking. Well, yeah, I, I was so confused. I was like, why is this not how I remember it? And then something happened at the start of the game. I was like, is this just the royal version? And is this something that's, that's tweaked ever so slightly just to throw me off? Or is it, I just don't remember. But then again, like I say, I've only ever played the first hour of this game. So I don't know. Um, the other thing I have played is probably about the first hour of the new Plague Tale game. Yeah, same. Playtale Requiem. Yeah. I like it. I, I enjoyed the last one a lot. It's very cool. It starts off a bit more cheerful. Probably yes. Sim- similarly, probably similarly to how the start of Playtale um, Innocence started. I feel like that started off relatively innocent and friendly. <laughs> and then it yes. goes down off a cliff so quick. Does. It does the same here. You, you're playing a, and you're playing like a make-believe, like, wizards and dungeons and dragons kind of thing with your your little brother and then suddenly you're in this old like <laughs> castle place and there's people getting killed and you're like geez that took a turn quick it and then suddenly we're running for your life and then you're killing someone and then you're getting attacked by people and then there's a fire and i'm like what the oh, gee this this was just nice and friendly a minute ago and then suddenly people are getting killed left and right and the axes in the head and all sorts of stuff and like jeez um so it is looking like it's gonna be another one of those grim games but it's very good it is very good it looks very nice it looks amazing yeah um, this will be my after god of war game definitely. probably is for me now as well yeah. but it's on game pass i think yeah it, it was is, on game pass yeah. yeah um 
So I inter I wanted to give it a try. Um, so that's been yeah, good. Yeah, I definitely enjoyed what I played of it. But again, oh, it's, it's just I know what what I know God of War is coming, and I don't want to sit down with that game and get far into it and then have to put it down because mm -hmm, of that. Mm -hmm. So it's definitely an after game. I think all my games yeah. at the moment are definitely after games because that's yeah, all I, I want to do. I think so do. as well. I think so as well because, yeah, I feel like that's probably the same for me now at this point. <laughs> God of War's on the on like the horizon, like touching it, distance. Yeah, six, seven, and five days, I think. I I got notification that my my God of War controller is on the way. Oh, it's been, you know, I've, I've paid You've for it now. You've got a controller. I bought the controller because I oh. wanted a new controller because I think I broke one of the triggers on when I was playing Horizon. <laughs> you know, with the resistance, it went twang at some point. And now it just feels, oh, one of them dear. feels less resistant than the other one. Yeah. I'm like, that's just going to work. I mean, that's going to annoy me every time I play the PS5. And I notice it all the time when I turn the PS5 oh, on. I'm like, okay. the right trigger, the right trigger of all of them, it, the, there is less resistance on it now. And I know they made adjustments to that sort of thing when, you know, when the new colours came out. Yeah, I'm still playing on the launch controller, and I know oh, so we made. Am I. Yeah, so, so, so they made adjustments when the when the new colours came out to address certain things. Kevin, can I have and an I... early Christmas present, please? <laughs> no, you cannot. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I, I I bit the bullet because I I, I pre-ordered that that got a war controller the same day they announced the 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 elite what is it is it a pro controller whatever it, whatever it is called yeah. i saw it and i was like i'll wait till that comes out and then it was like 200 quid never mind never mind <gasps> never mind i will not bother i don't, yeah, I don't that need much. one of them <laughs> as much as I, I i i do have i've had two elite controllers xbox controllers i use them on the pc and I could play them on the on the Xbox. I'm not. I would. It would be solely be a PlayStation thing, and I can't. I was, I'll just stick with it. I'll just stick with the fancy God of War one instead. Mm, yeah. So, <laughs> so God of War is in touching distance. Um, it is. And like you say, I'm kind of just treading water on other things now, and I'll just keep. Yeah. I'll I'll just keep putting time into Fortnite like I do. I've played a little. I got into. I don't know if I met. I did mention this last time on the podcast where I I kept getting kicked out of online on Elden Ring. I did. I did. I I repatched the game, and it works fine now. I got back into Elden Ring, and because I'm still I'm super to high <laughs> level, I kind of one shotted the main the first boss of the game. I went back to it, and then I played for about an hour. Uh, once I managed to get back they on one shot, they need to put an easy mode in this game. I really want to play it, but it oh, just looks so. They hard. won't ever put an easy mode in. It's just a game <laughs> where. But you I don't tapped. like them games, you see. But I like that that I like that world. The world looks spectacular, but the I fights like would just drive could. me insane. I feel like you could. There's something to be said for just trying it, and because mm. you get smashed around one place, go somewhere else, and you'll find success. Okay. And, and every time you find somewhere you get beat, go somewhere you find success, and to get to a point where. The places you were originally going on, you were getting beat. Go back to them at that point, and because you've leveled up and you're more powerful and you have better weapons and stuff like that, or you have different playstyles, and because you've played it longer, you understand how the game works better. So does it does it matter when you level up in this game? Like if you level oh, up in one area, does all areas go higher in in level? Do you know what I mean? Is it level? Um, no, I feel like okay. you level up. You level up. Um, if you level up, it, you will 
like if if say like say i was i'm stupidly high level on my new game plus and i just waltzed through it the first the first boss thing which is an it's incredibly hard boss at the, at the first playthrough mm-hmm. it's not easy to do and people just kind of disappear for hours on end before going back to that boss because it is so difficult i walked in slashed it around a bit and be, yeah it's, it's it's trivial now but that's because i'm stupidly over leveled <laughs> i broke the game and i'm like level 270 and i probably don't think many people are higher than, as high as that to do this sort of thing so but if you if you try if i think it's worth trying if, if i'm tempted to get it again on consoles if i see it come down in price mm. um so who knows wait for a sale Keep yeah because mm-hmm. it, it is a very good game uh, I think that is all of the little fi- all of the many games I've played a little of this this past it is Ryan here and I have a question for you what do you do when you win like are you a fist pumper a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Two weeks. I see you lot. Splendid. Well, let's wrap this up then. This is well overrun. I said I wanted to be in bed by nine. It's nearly ten o'clock. Goodness me. Um, <laughs> so we we will be back with an extra special No Sheepdog episode next week, everybody. So make sure you come back yeah. for that. It's going to be wonderful. Um, in the meantime, make sure you follow us on all of the social media stuff. You can follow uh, the podcast at MGUK Podcast. You can follow me at Lelujo. And I'm at RB6K. I'm at Miss Lelujo. And I'm at Pab1986. And we will see you next week, boys and girls. Have a good week. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening, folks. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. <laughs>